Welcome to the Every Nation Rosebank Church Podcast. At our church, we honor God, make disciples, and transform nations. For more information about our church, visit everynationrosebank.org and don't forget to subscribe. Good morning, family. We, we are excited this Sunday morning uh, to be talking about Connect. We're having Connect Sunday. As part of, as part of today, uh, what we want to do, one of our outcomes is we want a community of people that are well connected together and that are building community. And so part of what we're going to build towards is if you are not currently in a connect group, you will have an opportunity at the end of the service to be able to join a connect group. Um, we would also ask you to consider starting a group because as we start groups, we create places of community. Not only create places of community, but we have seen over and over again that as we start groups, which are very simple, right? It's, it's just facilitating spaces for people to come together, and, and, we, and we, we look at the Word together, we pray together, we experience the presence of God together. What that does is, it gives us a platform to invite other people um, who maybe live far from the church or are still a little bit skeptical about the church, but, you know, because they have relationship with us, they're willing to come and be in our connect groups. Amen. So I want to ask you a question. Are we in unity this morning? Are we in unity? We're in unity here in the front row. Thank, thank you, Dimitri. <laughs> uh, I, I, I watched yesterday as, we, as, as a rugby-loving nation, we were unified against the, the, the All Blacks, and, and, uh, and it looked good for some time there. Uh, but it was amazing to be unified together and to shout with one voice, was it not? As a soccer-loving nation, we were not so unified Yesterday, they were, we were shouting in different ways, uh, but, but we were unified in rugby, and it was amazing. And it's always great uh, for us to be unified under one purpose and with one vision. And, and, and Connect Group is something that we invite you all to be unified under. That if you consider yourself to be a part of this family, you know, we don't ask you to to sign a form. We don't ask you to sign a contract in this church when you become a, a member of this family. But what we do ask you to do is to behave as a member of the family. So if, you, if you're wondering whether you are a member of this family, you know, we don't ask you to go and dig up an old certificate. What we ask you to do is to look at your values and to, and to Ask yourself whether you are behaving as a member of this family. And if you are behaving as a member of this family, well done. You are a member of this family. We, we, we have many ways in which we, we behave together and many values that we hold onto together. And the, and the one that we, we are highlighting today is that of family. So I want to read from Psalm 133. Psalm 133, uh, and then we're going to hear from some very insightful people um, who are going to continue to uh, bring us along this conversation. It, psalm 23 uh, is, is, a, is a psalm uh, by David that says, Behold how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. 
Behold, how good and how pleasant it is. For some of you who don't bring your Bibles to church, it's not good and pleasant right now because you were expecting the thing. Yeah, we see you. Bring your, church to Bi- bring your Bible to church, please. <laughs> I'm not saying we're changing things. I'm just saying bring it next week. Yeah, yeah. Or, 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 or look on your phone. Sometimes it's there. Sometimes Instagram is right next to your phone, right next to your Bible. Go to the Bible. Behold how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. When, when we are in unity, it is good and it is pleasant. Now, now uh, some of us may not have, have had a very good and pleasant experience of community. And so it's difficult to commit to, 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 to community, to church community, and even more so to connect group because we've had negative experiences um, and we've had relational difficulties. But the word promises that when we are unified in community, it is good and it is pleasant. So what I want to encourage us is that if you have not yet had the good and the pleasant experience, press in. Press in. Trust God for the good experience and for the pleasant experience because it is there in Scripture that when we're gathered together, when we're unified under one purpose and under one vision, it is good and it is pleasant. Now let's do the work. Let's talk to each other. Let's, let's, um, let's uh, be vulnerable. Let's, let's, let's ask for forgiveness. Let's extend forgiveness. Let's have grace for one another. Let's allow God to heal the wounds and all of those things that may hold us back from truly experiencing community. And then let's press in to the good and to the pleasant. Amen. The psalm continues and it says that when we are unified, it is like the precious oil upon the head, running down on the beard, the beard of Aaron, running down on the edge of his garment. And so this this imagery of oil that is poured over Aaron's head, so much oil that it runs down his head, runs down his beard, runs down his collar, runs down his cloak, all the way and completely soaks him. And, and, and there's two things that I want to highlight with this, with this portion of Scripture. One, many times when we see oil in Scripture, we, sh- we need to be thinking about the Holy Spirit. And it, that it is many times a symbolism of the Holy Spirit. That when we are unified... We are immersed, we are soaked in the presence of the Holy Spirit. If we want to press into to the Holy Spirit, we want to see more of the Holy Spirit in our lives, we want to see Him move, we want to have intimacy with Him, it doesn't come outside of unity. We, we can't be disunified, ununified, English, just, I don't know, I realized that wasn't, you know, disunified, we, we, we can't be outside of unity. And then we expect to have intimacy with the Holy Spirit. In, in our unified spaces, when we are under his covering, when we are together, his blessing flows. And we experience his intimacy. We experience, we hear his voice. We see his leading. That we are immersed in him. 
I, I was thinking as I read this that it, it brought to mind another scripture in the New Testament of oil that was poured out, um, or, or, or rather perfume that was, that, was, that was poured out over the feet of Jesus. And, um, and, and, and I, I was thinking about the similarities between these two verses because both of them speak of extravagance. And both of them speak of generosity and sacrifice. That, that community and, and, and unity require sacrifice of us, don't they? They require extravagance and generosity of us. It requires me to be generous in order to be in community and to be in connect group. It requires me to be extravagant. It requires me to be sacrificial. That even on those days where, my, where I may not feel like it, I'm still embracing community. That many of us are here today, not because we woke up and checked ourselves whether we feel like it, whether there's a really good game on right now, whether, you know, what the traffic conditions are. No, we're here right now because we have embraced the idea of community and worshiping God together in community. We didn't check the weather. We didn't check the traffic conditions. We didn't decide based on what's, what programs on TV. This is what we do on a Sunday morning. And in the week, many of us gather and we, we continue our worship and we continue our fellowship and we build into one another's lives. Why? Because that is what matters. That is the value that we hold up together as a family. And the, and the last bit of, of, this, uh, of this scripture says that it is like the dew of Hermon. This, this unity, it is like the dew of Hermon, which is, is a mountain in the, in the uh, vicinity of Israel. Descending upon the mountains of Zion, for there the Lord commanded the blessing, life forevermore. This unity is like the dew of Hermon. It, it, it speaks of, of fruitfulness. When we think of, of dew, in fact, when you, when you look at uh, uh, the conditions of, of, of Mount Hermon, that it is an area that receives a lot of, of water. It's an area that receives a lot of dew. It's an area that is, has, has uh, uh, snow caps a lot of the time. In fact, uh, and, and spring waters that well up from beneath, it is actually the headwaters of the River Jordan that feeds into the River Jordan. So it is an area that is plentiful. And, and, that, and that is nourishing, and that is life-giving. So what is the scripture telling us? Being in community and being in unity is good, and it is pleasant. It is precious, like the precious oil. It is extravagant. It, it, is, it, is, it is sacrificial. It is, it is generous. And it is also like an immersion into the Holy Spirit. It is also life-giving, life-giving and nourishing like the dews of Mount Hermon. So I want to encourage you um, that if you are in community, you are in connect group, continue to abide in connect group. Continue to build into fellowship and community. If you are outside of, of community, make the efforts. Make the efforts to get into community. And embrace this because it is good and, it is, and it, is, it is blessed. Because right at the end, the Lord, it says, The Lord commanded there the blessing. What blessing? Life. Life evermore. Amen. Amen. Can I invite up our amazing panelists? And if you'll give them a round of applause as they come up. And uh, they're going to take this conversation further. Come on up, guys. We look forward to receiving from you. Thanks, Rex. Morning, everyone. 
good to be here this morning. I'd like you to welcome with me our panelists this morning. They're going to be sharing with us about connect groups and what it's like to be in a connect group, what it's like to lead a connect group. Um, so, Mbali, we'll start with you and then we'll go to Kutso and Michael. What is connect to you? What is a connect group to you? Um, hi, George. Um, so, I started Connect in campus ministry. And I think the reason that I actually started Connect was I wanted to just be aligned with other sisters who believed in Christ. Um, but the biggest thing was that I wanted to challenge myself in terms of reading the word. Um, but when I got to Connect, I was even given a family and a community. So it went beyond what I actually expected. So, yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Kutsa? Um, as you asked the question, I was reminded of an episode of Lilo and Stitch. Which, <laughs> no, it, it's the best show ever. Um, and at some point, Lilo goes, Ohana means family. And family means nobody gets left behind. Amen. So I think that is Connect Group, a space where nobody gets left behind, where we can grow together and encourage one another. You know, God says, um, where two or more are gathered, there I am with mm. them. And that's a place of growth. Amen. Thanks, Kutso. Michael? Uh, Connect to me is basically a small group or like kind of like a little family which you fellowship with and you talk to. And yeah. Amen, 100%, right? <laughs> Where we build relationships. <laughs> and Bali, what made you decide to be a Connect leader? Um, so I remember when I started Connect, um, the lady that was leading us was Maxine in campus ministry. She was quite um, very firm, but also at the same time, she was quite involved in our lives. Mm. Um, and I thought to myself, she must be exhausted by now, calling us even during the course of the week, <laughs> Trying to find out how you're doing, is school okay, are you okay, um, in terms of like family and so. But she really took me from first year until the last year that I finished. And that impact played a big part in my life. So when I then started, I went to her and I asked her, hey, I'm actually feeling the need, and the need to actually go out and also do this. Mm. I might not necessarily have the right skills, um, but I believe that I can try. And I think with the Connect Outline, it gives you that foundation and that setting. But also at the same time, you kind of learn that as much as you're running the Connect, you're also learning from others. It's not necessarily just that you're leading and there's nothing that you will learn. So that's really the reason that I started Connect. 100%. Yeah. You give and take, right? Yeah. And God equips the call. So, Michael, what is the reason that you joined the Connect group? Uh, the reason that I joined would probably be to learn more about God and some of my friends were joining so I really wanted to uh, <laughs> go with them and it was fun it's actually really fun and our <laughs> pastor pastor Jonathan he's like a really really good leader and he's really nice to us he plays games with us and he, like, is really involved in our lives. Awesome. Pastor Skinny Jeans. <laughs> Good, so how about you? What's the reason that you joined the Connect Group? Um, <clears throat> I wanted more of God. I think I had been in a space where everything was just deka-teking. Your everything was shaky. Um, <laughs> and I just needed more of God's spirit because... 
where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And I needed that freedom. I needed, yeah, I just needed, I think being in a, in a connect group is so refreshing because you just, you just get so much of God. You enter into a connect group and you're down, you're so tired, but the minute you go out, yo, it's like it's a new day. His mercies are new every morning, you know? So, awesome, awesome. And so what would you guys say has kept you consistently attending your connect groups? We can start with Michael. Um, well, I kept attending because we played a lot of games and that was fun. <laughs> and also because everyone was really nice and it felt like a safe space to like talk to people. Awesome, 100%. And Bali? Um, similar to that, it was very fun because um, <laughs> there were like socials that we would have in between. But mostly was, there were moments where life was really hard. Um, I had my mom falling sick, my dad falling sick. And in all those moments, the Connect ladies were there. There was a great support. So I could actually feel that I had a family beyond necessarily just blood. Um, and really, that's the reason that I constantly went. And sometimes it was difficult. There were moments where I'm like, oh my gosh, it's 7 o'clock, am I going to make it? <laughs> But there's one thing for sure that every time we did connect, afterwards you would feel enlightened, you'd feel more nourished and actually just feeling more encouraged. So yeah. Awesome. I forgot what I wanted to say. Um, oh, okay, now I remember. Um, <laughs> there's this saying that my mom says. <laughs> there she is with her head down um, and my sister and I like make fun of her all the time because of it. She's always like, Girls, God is faithful, you know? So I think what consistently gets me going to, hey, is that English? Um, to connect group is that God is faithful and that even when everything else is not, God is still faithful. And because he is faithful and I am his child, I must be faithful with what he has given me. He has given me a space where I can grow with others, where I can um, share my experiences and how we can rise up from that together. So, yeah. Awesome. I have to excuse me. I was screaming for the box yesterday, so the voice is not so good today. So, Molly, you touched a little bit on the hard times. We've heard that connect groups can be fun, but they're also there for you in difficult times, right? So can you share a little bit more about how Connect helped you during those difficult times? So maybe the recent one was in the period of like COVID. Um, I think everyone was experiencing a whole lot of difficulty and things that were either losing a job, losing a loved one. But um, I lived alone for some time. And in the midst of COVID, I then got a call that my mom was sick. However, my mom has diabetes. And with the family structure, I thought to myself, okay, maybe they can handle it. Like, I'll just stay by myself and then I'll visit them when they're done. Um, I think within three days, my mom's health just really um, got worse. I then made a decision to rather come, come back home. So I went home and in that moment, I think the first day, I had indicated to the ladies that, hey, my mom is sick and this is the situation that I'm facing and everyone started praying. There was actually chain prayers that were happening 12 o'clock every day, um, praying for my mom. And in that moment, I remember one particular day where she had no energy whatsoever, 
And at the time, we're still not thinking that it's COVID or anything. I'm just thinking it's probably her diabetes levels and they might be down. Um, and I remember a moment where I would be on a Zoom meeting with the ladies and they'll be praying at 12 o'clock. And while they're praying at 12, my mom lapses and we're trying to carry her. And my dad says to me, come, let's pick her up and go give her a bath so that she can maybe waken up. And in that moment, I saw my dad carrying his wife, his love of his life, and praying so hard for him. But what was more refreshing was having these ladies in the background who were also praying. Um, in a few couple of days later, my mom actually was restored. And doctors still to this day are shocked that she survived COVID because she's got diabetes. And it's only really just by the form of community. Sorry. Amen. The power of prayer in a community, yeah. right? Yeah. Praise God. Michael, can you think of a time that was difficult, maybe in COVID or recently, where you were going through a bit of a struggle and your connect group helped you through that? Uh, yeah. Uh, it wasn't really me. It was more uh, some of the people in the connect group. I think their mom was also really sick, so we were praying a lot for them, and yeah, they awesome. got, she got better. Okay, awesome, awesome. So, how about you? Um, I think it was last year. I have a connect group at school. It's called Grace Girls. It's very nice. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Um, and we were doing a series called Testimonies. And basically, girls volunteered to give testimonies of how God had changed their lives. Um, and so this one girl was talking about her experience, and she highlighted something that was, that was quite uncomfortable for me. Like, my spirit was unsettled. And what she had shared was something that I had gone through myself. And as she was speaking and talking about how God had helped her through that, how God had healed her from that, I realized that I myself had not healed from that. So I think her testimony in that space, in that community, allowed me to see that I had not healed. And it allowed God to move in that space when mm -hmm. I came to him and I'm like, you, yo, God, <laughs> hey, I haven't healed from this and I need you to please help me break free from this because I was not okay. And so, yeah, God worked, God healed, and I'm good now. Awesome, <laughs> amen. So it was a safe space for you, right, just to go through that as well. Um, do you guys have any specific testimonies that you want to share from Connect Group? Maybe it's your own, maybe it's somebody who's in the group with you, just to encourage others to start a Connect Group, maybe join one if you're not part of one yet. Anyone can go at any time. <laughs> okay, I do. I think there's one that really just stands out. Um, there's a lady that recently joined early in the year, this year. And her history, just to give a brief, she grew up from a family where ancestral worship was like a big thing. And um, she is like the first within her generation to move away from that. And she's been praying for her family. Mm. We've seen, in the last two months, we've seen a lot of change in terms of her influence to her family and her kids. Um, it's been so drastic that sometimes she would call me at night and she's like, I still can't believe that my brother believes in Christ. Awesome. And these are things that we have been praying for and trusting God for, but we've also seen God's 
ability and the revelation of God. Um, it goes so far-fetched that she was taught to actually be a Sangoma at home. Wow. So imagine someone who grew up from a family of being a Sangoma and now believing in Christ. She's on fire for God. She's now opened a connect group and it really amazes me to watch because her influence and the ability to touch people who don't necessarily believe in Christ, but because of her stories, people actually draw closer to Christ. They can so, relate. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. Awesome. Thank you, Mbali. Michael, how about you? Uh, so my one friend, <coughs> you might have seen her on stage. Um, her name is Amelia, and she used to be atheist slash Jewish. I don't know how that works, but it <laughs> happened. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, so our group, we were praying for her to, like, come with us to Mad Connect and to church and to start attending Connect. And, well, she did. And now she believes in Christ. Fantastic. And... Yes, Amen. actually. Yeah. Hallelujah. <laughs> awesome. I know Amelia. She comes to our Make a Disciple Fridays, and Michael's walked a path with her, which has been beautiful to witness. Good, so? Um, so since the end of 2019 until sometime this year, I've been having a lot of struggle with um, feelings. Um, there's been a disconnect. I don't know how else to explain it, but there's been a disconnect. And it's almost like there was just nothing. Um, I wasn't like anxious or in a space of depression, but there was just nothing. And I didn't know how to deal with that. Um, so I went to my friends, I went to my connect group, and they helped me in terms of prayer. Um, and they taught me that even when things are not okay, when it just feels like nothing. Being consistent in prayer, being consistent in communication with God is still important because even if my feelings are not there, he is still faithful and he's still there fighting for us each and every single day that he can still be our peace and he can still bless us abundantly. So yeah, and I, I think I'm now in a space where despite where days I don't feel necessarily God's presence, I still talk to him, and I think our relationship is just amazing at this Hallelujah. point. Hallelujah. Awesome. Thank you guys so much for coming to share with us today. If that hasn't inspired you to join a Connect group or even lead one, I don't know what will. We are hoping for our children in the Connect groups to raise up as leaders in school to run Connect groups. So please pray with us for that. It would be really awesome. But thank you for your time, everybody. Bless you. <laughs> Before this amazing team, before you guys go, go, go off, I, I want us to just pray, pray for them because we, we have a cross-section here of who we are. Um, our values are, are multicultural. Our values are multi-generational. Um, and, and we have leaders, people who are, who are making disciples. Um, and we have young disciples. Um, we have youth disciples. We have adult disciples. Um, <laughs> I don't understand what you said. <laughs> <laughs> but I'd, I'd love for us to just stretch out our hands and just uh, pray, pray a blessing um, over, over these amazing people. Thank you, Father, uh, for your love. Thank you for your blessing. Thank you for how you build this community. We are so grateful to belong to a community that represents who you are, that represents a picture of heaven. 
um, that it is a picture of diversity um, in, in, in so many different ways. And I pray that you would continue to build us that way, Lord, that we, you'd cause in our hearts to be able to embrace this picture um, as, as what you are building in us. Um, that we would pursue it, that we would be willing to sacrifice for it, that we would be willing to be inconvenienced for it, um, and that we would always celebrate when we see you building and adding people who are of different ages, who come from different cultures, who have different experiences, all bringing their testimony that glorifies you. Thank you for all of uh, uh, your children who, who, who uh, said yes to come to minister here um, this morning and to encourage us with their testimony. We pray that you'd refresh them even as they've refreshed us, that you'd build into their lives, their health, their finances, their, their relationships, Father, and that you'd cause them to be effective in the preaching of the gospel. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Join a, join a connect group. Thank you, Michael. <laughs>